Welcome. You're listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. Materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. Hello and welcome to this series of readings from Discover Magazine, a presentation of Airs LA. This reading is from the online newsletter dated September 26th, 2022, and it's written by Sam Walters. We may be in a pandemic to endemic transition for COVID-19. Here's what you need to know about the difference between pandemic and endemic disease and what they both mean for COVID-19. In an interview airing on 60 Minutes, President Joe Biden announced that the pandemic is ending in the U.S. Quote, we still have a problem with COVID, Biden said but the pandemic is over, end quote. Though the comment seems somewhat contradictory, it captures the continuing struggle among specialists to determine where we stand with the current COVID-19 pandemic. In other words, scientists simply can't agree whether the pandemic was a problem of the past or whether continuing cases indicate that the pandemic is far from over. The crux of the problem is that Despite what we want, diseases are tricky to eliminate, and pandemics don't end decisively. They seldom culminate with the disease disappearing completely. Instead, they typically come to their close when a disease turns endemic, transitioning into yet another stage of activity, albeit one with a steadier, more manageable rate of cases. So what exactly does it mean when a pandemic disease becomes endemic? And will COVID-19 ever experience the change? Differentiating endemic, epidemic, and pandemic disease. It makes sense to begin with the basics. Scientists who study the development and the spread of diseases tend to describe ailments according to their circulation within particular populations and according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, three of the top descriptors include the terms endemic, epidemic, and pandemic. To start, scientists apply the term endemic when a disease maintains a permanent presence in a specific area and appears at a relatively predictable rate. Though this is not necessarily the ideal or desired occurrence of the disease, which may be no occurrence at all, this state is what scientists consider stable and manageable. Essentially, endemic diseases are still active and still pose a threat to individual patients, but they rarely surge in surprising ways or cause significant disruptions in the day-to-day activities of a community. This is true of two familiar endemic illnesses, the common cold, and the seasonal influenza, which circulate according to predictable patterns and tend not to create medical crises in the U.S. Alternatively, specialists use the terms epidemic and pandemic after sharp and sudden increases in a disease above what scientists would normally anticipate. While epidemics afflict a specific area, such as a single state or country, pandemics are much more widespread, stretching across populations 
and affecting several countries or continents all at once. The widespread impacts of COVID-19 have sustained the virus's pandemic status since March 2020. But that does not mean that COVID-19 will remain a pandemic forever. In fact, viruses can cycle from state to state thanks to circumstances like the appearance of new variants or the development of new vaccines. So even if some illnesses can't be eradicated entirely, they can shift from the pandemic stage to the endemic stage with the proper treatment. The trick, scientists say, is increasing immunity on a broad scale. This stabilizes the occurrence of a disease, pushing it towards endemic status. In the case of COVID-19, increasing exposure to the virus via variants like Omicron and increasing use of vaccines mean that more and more people are acquiring some amount of immunity to COVID-19 in the U.S. With this immunity swelling, scientists predict that the virus will spread in increasingly steady ways. When will COVID-19 become endemic? So when exactly does the disease become endemic? And will COVID-19 ever secure that status? Because what scientists see as stable differs depending on the disease and the population that it afflicts. Endemicity is best determined in the aftermath, once stabilization has already occurred. Put simply, there's no clear scientific consensus for determining whether or not COVID-19 is currently endemic. As such, some scientists assert that the virus already lost its pandemic label. In an interview from April, for instance, Biden's chief medical advisor, Anthony Fauci, said that the U.S. was already transitioning, quote, out of the pandemic phase, end quote. Yet others say the transformation will take a little longer, with a paper from July stating that the median time for the shift to occur sits at 1,437 days after the start of the pandemic, which remains more than a year away. Although it's probably too soon to tell, what matters most is the fact that the majority of experts think that COVID-19 will swap its pandemic status for endemic status eventually, becoming easier to prevent and to treat as a result of the trade. In fact, many specialists share relatively similar ideas about what COVID-19 endemicity will look like. Once the virus takes on endemic status, they say it will likely act like other common endemic conditions, transforming into a perennial or seasonal illness that's much more of an inconvenience or an annoyance than an actual danger for the vast majority of sufferers. Quote, people will still get infected, Fauci said in an interview last November. People might still get hospitalized, but the level would be so low that we wouldn't think about it all the time and it wouldn't influence what we do, end quote. Of course, continued caution will be necessary to prevent another COVID-19 pandemic from flaring up, and vaccines and vaccine boosters will remain of the utmost importance. But while the virus won't be disappearing anytime soon, the bottom line is that the disease will likely transition to a steadier, less disruptive state. That is, if it hasn't transitioned already. 
again. This article was from the online newsletter dated September 26th, 2022, and it was written by Sam Walters. My name is Brian Lemon. Thank you for listening and stay curious.